Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Gloria and Julia show for your Tuesday on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, and just a couple of days left in this month of April, believe it or not, we're coming to an end, and uh, that means two more people have a chance to win $107 stay-at-home bonus, and our most recent winner is Joy, who's quite joyful. She's from Elk River because she is our latest winner of $107, so still a very little bit amount of time for you to sign up via the app. Uh, or online at mytalk1071.com. Use the keyword bonus. Beautiful. Joy, congratulations. All right. So that, um, you know, someone who is really gives shady flipping couch (laughs) is Patty Lapone. She is something. The stage actress. She's amazing. And she is going to be in the new Ryan Murphy Netflix show, Hollywood. Oh, okay. With Jim Parsons and Darren Gleese mm, and Darren Cross. Cross. Darren Cross, I mean, Darren Gleese. Um, and I call them Darren Cross. Right, right. Somewhere in between is his name. But she, Darren, I don't know what happened if she was having technical difficulties, but he and Patty were bo- both going to be on with Andy last oh, night okay. at, at Andy Cohen in the clubhouse at home. And it was just Patty. And you know what? Thank goodness, because we wouldn't have gotten all the dishing. Okay. First off. I didn't watch it, so tell oh, me. Oh, it was funny. She was, first Andy asked her, you know, had she seen the the musical Cats on the mo- in the movie theater? And she was like, hell no. Right. I hated the stage well, show. Every, the very yeah. first time I saw it, I would never see the movie. And of course, you know, a couple years ago, maybe three years ago, she Andy brought up Evita, and she called Madonna a movie killer. Yeah, oh, because yeah. she did Evita on stage and was not cast when it w- they were doing the film production of it. And yes, it was. She Ma- said she's she's a, a movie. Vapid. She's a movie killer. Was that it? That's yeah. what she called her. Yeah, a movie, nothing but a movie, movie killer. killer. So anyway, she is. She would. She brings the kitchen table talk. Oh, yes. she doesn't Lovely. really have Lovely. a filter, so she's kind of funny. So here she is. She's got a Glenn Close and a Barbara Streisand. Oh, good. Here we go. Patty, Ryan B. texted, you showed off a bong in one of your basement um, tour videos. When was the last time you used it? That's my husband's bong, and I haven't smoked in maybe 20 years. <laughs> Patty, uh, James K. Walters one wants to know if you heard from Madonna after calling her a movie killer the last time you were on Watch What Happens Live. No. 
Not no. Weird. Brenda T wants to know Imagine. if you think Barbara Streisand will ever get her film adaptation of Gypsy off the ground that she's been working on for years. That's a hard one. I have no idea. I know she would like to do it, and I'm sure there's technology so that she could do it. And I think maybe 50 years ago, she would have been a brilliant Madame Rose. Okay. What, Ooh, you think she's just Barbara, too old oh. now? I do. I think she's too old. But again, there's technology to change all of that, but I don't know whether mentally she's is you know has that kind of... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Hunger. Hunger. Got it. Greg N. emailed, what What did you and Glenn Close talk about when you grabbed drinks at Bar Central together? Well, now that's a very long story because we didn't grab drinks. She crashed our table. Oh, okay. It was put, it was in the paper the wrong way. I was out with um, uh, John Hamm and Andrew Reynolds. Oh, we were fun. Sitting yeah, it was fun. And, and Glenn came and sat next to John Hamm. That's what that was about. Oh, and I, I said to her, I said to him, if you go home, if you f her, I'll never speak to you again. And did he? <laughs> and did he f her? No, no. See, I would ask the next question too, but I love it. She wasn't invited. She, she crashed. crashed my table. Tell us how you really feel. But imagine being sitting with those two great guys and then Glenn Coles walks in and sits down. Right. I would have too. And, and, and Patty is being the grand dame right there. Right. She's got a guy on either side and they're hanging on her every word because she dishes she, with stories. She fantastic. doesn't. I know. She is good. Good couch, and I didn't realize she was giving us Insta basement tours. No, but I absolutely love if you go home and bleep her. I won't talk yeah. to you. Oh and my then the gosh. bar and and the Barbara Streisand playing Gypsy. Listen, well, she she's the mother of the stripper. Yes, yeah. the mother. It's yeah. too old. She it, is. Too she old. would I need mean, to be in her fifties. No, it's yeah, she's too. She's seventy eight. She just turned no. seventy eight. That's I, not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. But I love that she was like, "Well, there's technology." But is she that we hungry? saw it in the Irishman. Yes, but right. she's not thirsty. Or hungry enough to do it. The thing that does need to be remade, and I would be all for it because, again, remakes introduce a whole new generation to stuff. Yeah, Funny Girl. That is the greatest movie. I mean, I you would like that to be remade. I'm okay with it because I think some movies are okay. I mean, not enough people I'm, see it. I'm shocked. Well, I love the first one, but um, I am really shocked. I I'm just saying I'd be open to it, Lori. Would you like Taylor Swift to play the role? No, Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle. But then, then you're just getting a pale imitation of Barbara. Right. Why uh, exactly. do it at all? Yeah. It has to be completely idea. different. Well, it's like the. What you are you, know? Leah Michelle's agent? No, she's, she's pregnant. pregnant. Yeah, you can't do it right now. I, anyway. What are you, Leah Michelle's agent? <laughs> yeah, I mean, my God. <laughs> Who are you? Do you have crabs? Yeah. What's going on here? Well, funny. Did you, should... you play them? Well, listen to this. <laughs> now we're getting a story for a couple stories. We got a print story. Okay. We got from, let's from start Patty from Patty LaPone. Oh, she's busy. Go. Mm -hmm. Okay, Alyssa, first one. Has <laughs> ever been kicked out of a nightclub? Yes. I say she has. I have. You have? What, what nightclub, Patty? Uh, Prince's uh, Club in, in uh, Minneapolis. <laughs> Why'd you get kicked out? Uh, my friend was on stage performing and she was getting booed and I got, I was louder than the booze using some very colorful language and all of a sudden there were two bouncers that lifted me up and threw me out the door. <laughs> that would be Glamorama. Remember? Oh, okay, Glamorama. that is absolutely oh. hysterical. I know, she doesn't have any Fs to give, Patty no. LaPone. We've yeah. known this about her. I love it. Love it about her. Now she's uh, talks about getting 
fired from Sunset Boulevard, oh, yeah. the stage production. That's so close Okay, Alyssa, what's next? All right, has Patty ever trashed a dressing room? I don't think she has trashed a dressing room. I have. Really? I what, have. What, what was the reason? I got fired from Sunset Boulevard. I found out that night while I was on um, getting ready to, in London, getting ready to perform, and my agent at the time called and said, it was in Liz Smith's column that I'd been fired, so I took a, um, I, you know, started to scream and cry because I was at the theater ready to go on. And I took a floor lamp and I used it as batting practice. And I I smashed up my, um, you know, waiting area and then took the floor lamp and threw it out of the second floor window, then left. Do <laughs> wait, you go on for the performance that night? No, no, I said, you know, there people heard me crying and screaming and the company manager came up and cast members came up and I just said, looked at the company manager and I said, I've been fired. I've been fired. I said, I'm leaving. And they were like, everybody was shocked because it was so, it was shocking. The way it was handled, you know, the, the whole sunset. Wow. Oh my God. That okay. Boom. Wow. Boom. I'm going to do a shot just for that story. <laughs> And that was Liz Smith that broke it oh, in I page know. six. I know. I'm listening to And did to Glenn that. Close replace her in Sunset? I think Sunset Boulevard, Glenn Close yes, would be yeah. in Glenn it. Close. So that's why that's she why wasn't she happy. Glenn, she, she crashed my table. She also was pissed off that Bernadette Peters was cast as Madame Rose in the 2003 Broadway production of Gypsy because... She felt that it was her role, and then she went on five years later to play the role and won a Tony, which she pointed out to Andy Bernadette wasn't even nominated. I, I kind of, <laughs> it's funny that she would slam. I mean, these women all do Broadway. Well, Bernadette so, has been a Sondheim muse. And you know, she's got the Cupid doll yes, she voice, does. the yeah. curves, yeah. the va va voom. Patty, you know. Yeah, big voice. Big voice, yeah. and um, yeah, she she's she's very she's really something. I love it. I know. I, it oh, there's one more. There's happy. one more that uh, it's interesting. Maybe this is why this was on my mind, but I don't know how it came up today. Okay. In context of an earlier conversation we had, here we go. Okay. <laughs> here we go. All right, Miss Fanny. Have you ever trespassed on a military base? And has Patty ever been on a date with Robert De Niro? Okay, I'm gonna say no to trespassing on a military base, and I bet she has been out with De Niro? I have trespassed on a military base in Spain and got escorted off um, base. And I was, I double dated with Bobby De Niro, Ellen Green, Bobby De Niro, Harvey Keitel, and me. Bobby was not my date, Harvey was. That's a, that, it, was, it was sort of a blind setup for all, for the boys and the girls. It was a that's a great moment. double date. Okay, Alyssa. There is yeah. one more. One more. Okay, let's get to that one, Donnie. What's the next one? Okay, here we go, Miss Patty. Keep it in moving. Has Patty ever had crabs? <laughs> this is personal. Have you ever had crabs? I don't think she has. Twice. <laughs> Actually, I feel like everyone in New York in the 80s and 90s had it at least. There you go. That's where it came up. Twice. Not. I don't think she has. Twice. No, she's just... It sounded like Mario Cantone calling in and asking <laughs> yes, that did. question. Has Patty ever had crabs? I wish that they would just do the call-ins and somebody would write them down and feed them to Andy because, because of the connection. They, the audio is, is hard. It's but all they, over. They don't have that much time. No, they, they don't. don't. Yeah. They don't. Okay, let's play the last. Uh, no, that's it. Oh, is that it? That's okay. All. 
Anyway, she I, just... Oh, I think. Wait a minute. Is there another one? That all Let makes me, me happy. I, I'm enjoying... I like her dishiness. I do, too. She... I wish you were more of a star. We could get so much... I could ask you so many good questions, and you would give such good couch. Would Keep you... working on your videos, would you? Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. But anyway, she, uh, she really... Just was very... There, uh, there is one more. He asked her about the future of Broadway. Right. Do you want that one? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Patty, um, you know, you were on Broadway performing uh, Company before Corona started. I mean, what's the buzz? I was talking earlier today about this with some Broadway producers. I mean, it's Are you it seems me? to me like it could be next year. I mean, what are you hearing? Next year. I'm right. here in January, but it's just because they're throwing something out there. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's, and and I think that I think the theater, and I suppose that encompasses um, uh, concerts, etc. You know, um, arenas won't come back. They'll, that'll be the last thing to come back because of people sitting so close to each other. Well, I mean, he just asked her. She just always gives an honest answer. Yes. She also told him that Andrew Lloyd Webber, when he fired her from Sunset Boulevard. Because of how she found out and what was in her contract, he had to pay her a million dollars. That makes me happy. And mm. she calls mm. her pool at her country house the Andrew Lloyd Webber Memorial <laughs> Pool <laughs> with a plaque. Oh, that's priceless. And everything. <laughs> so oh, so she is really something else. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you for watching that last night. Yeah, too, too good. Too good. All right, we'll be right back with the Dirt Alert. Is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, Holly. Hi, hi, guys. Hi, Doris Day. Well, hello, love. How are oh, you? Well, just wonderful. If you want to see Doris Day, she's it, making an appearance on our social media. Really, it was just a light Doris Day. It was very good. It was mm. very good. Thank you. We got to talk about some hot gossip that Olivia Munn is dishing to Variety Magazine. Olivia Mom? Munn. Munn. Oh, she is a mm-hmm. talker. Yeah, I, I kind of do like it about her. She used her. to date Aaron Rodgers from the mm-hmm. Green Bay Packers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's talking about her experience with director Brian Singer on the set oh. of her first X-Men movie. So she says to Variety that she's always had a problem in the business about working with certain directors in certain positions of of power. She's like, I never shot a, shot a huge movie like this before, like X-Men. She said, I didn't know it was right or wrong, but I did know that it seems strange that director Brian Singer could check out and say that he had a quote-unquote thyroid issue. He did this. Instead of going to the doctor in Montreal, Canada, which is where the film was shooting, he had to go to L.A., and then he was gone for about 10 days. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. She said that they would get notes from Brian Singer. Continue. Keep filming. We'd be on set. And she said, I remember there was a big scene that we'd have when we'd come back from lunch and one of Brian's assistants would come up and show us a cell phone text message directing them. Mm. because of his thyroid issue. Listen, so when, he's a disgrace. He he's had, remember, he got pulled he up for Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, he he's so yes. problematic. Yes, he did. And Olivia Munn adds that Brian texted to the actors, hey guys, I'm busy right now, but just go ahead and start filming without me. And we'd be like, okay. Can you imagine? He's the director. Yeah, he's the director. Jeez. That's called that's called the failing up. Why are yeah. you failing up? Oh boy. Well, and that's what she talks about too. Olivia Munn goes on to say, you know, to your point, you guys, that come to find out that this behavior actually was really strange on a film set, and she said it wasn't okay. But this person, Brian Singer, is allowed to continue to go on, and Fox still gives him a movie like Bohemian Rhapsody, mm-hmm. and then we all know what happened there. Right. He gets pulled off the movie with only like two and a half weeks weeks left. left. Yep. He's got so I mean, it's kind of unbelievable. Yeah. Olivia goes on to say that I think if we made way for more of those people and held people accountable, there's just so many great human beings out there and directors and artists. She said it's not just with women, but with minority and representation matters. She said you don't know if things are possible until you see other people doing it. Yeah. I wonder if he was like detoxing from something. I mean, thyroid issues, my butt. (laughs) You know, he was recuperating. Yes, he, he was, was. Yeah, he was uh, having to. He was having something. Oh, something else for sure. Oh, he's had so many issues. That guy. Uh, oh, he should yeah. never. He shouldn't be directing any more movies. No, he shouldn't. Uh-uh. And I don't think that there are any in the pipeline. But remember, back when that Atlantic piece detailing the alleged sexual assaults mm-hmm. that Brian Singer did to young boys. He was hired again hired to, again. to yeah. direct Red Sonia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that movie never had, No, he's had a long problematic. There's multiple, multiple stories. But because it's he's a guy assaulting other guys, then there's even less people, even guys, you know, there's even a, another level of shame or I don't know, well, the reluctance. The bottom line was that people in Hollywood were still hiring him to direct yeah, big multi-million dollar movies. and people were afraid movies. of him and his power. Right. And, well, and Brian mm. Singer and the people that Brian Singer associates himself with allegedly are the real power players. And so then you don't want to upset the real power players yeah. by dismissing Brian Singer because... Yeah, it's the same story. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, people are afraid to speak up. The old mm-hmm. boys club yeah. is alive and well. Uh, let's move on to a project that's going to be launching on Netflix Barack and Michelle Obama's production company announcing that their latest film, Becoming, is going to be launching soon. It's a documentary that follows Michelle as she goes on tour to promote her best-selling memoir of the same name. Oh, we went to that tour. We went to it, and what it is about is, yeah, all the people she met along the way. I think this would be really good. I mean... Mm -hmm. When does that come out on Netflix? May 6th. May 6th, all right, perfect. So we have something to watch. Uh... Big announcement in the world of celebrity today. Gigi Hadid is pregnant and the dad is Zayn Malik. They are going to have a beautiful. Oh, yeah. She's five months pregnant. 
Yeah. Tw- yeah, 20 weeks along. Yeah. Ooh, good that's, for her. That's, Won't they have a beautiful oh, baby? Beautiful. Yeah, it'll be a gorgeous baby. Yeah. Just thinking of these two, and I don't know, you know, that's kind of like, it's, you know, they're both, are they both like 25? Oh, boy. Beautiful. Yolanda Hadid is going, doing cartwheels. Yes, I'm sure she <laughs> She's is. She's so excited. <laughs> well, now, so they're not officially saying anything. Gigi and Zane are going the way of Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner in is, talking about their pregnancy, which is not talking about it at all, but oh, talking okay. around it. So TMZ reporting that family sources are giving details that she's 20 weeks along. That's how we're learning all of this. And that Gigi shares some birthday photos with Zane over the weekend. Bella Hadid, Gigi's sister, was along for these photographs. And she captioned them, Sweetest day celebrating my 25th birthday with my quarantine family. Oh, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. They, they sound more excited than Katie and, Katie and um, Orlando. Bloom. Did they have like a one-year breakup or something like that? They broke up for like a year. She went back to the... Is she the one that dated the weekend? That was Bella. The other oh. one. But anyway, they yes. did have a breakup. And then yes, so they it's did. always good, you know, you break up and then get back together after you've And you then know. have a child. Yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> why not? Yeah. So congratulations to them. We look forward to admiring your gorgeous, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> baby. Yes, we do. Yes, it's going to be very cute. Uh let's move on. You know, last week in a couple of the dirt alerts that we had here during the, the 520 dirt alert, we talked about the chiffon, oh, oh yeah, the chiffon, oh, chiffon diaries. The chiffon diaries. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's Andre Leon Talley's yes new tell-all biography that he's going to be releasing in September. A lot of those details got leaked to the Daily Mail. Now we have another book that we need to keep our eyes on. That's going to be coming out at the end of. Well, I think it's out today. It's called Warhol by Blake Gopnik. Now, if you're looking for something to read, this book is like 900 pages long. Whoa. Nine, oh my word! Oh my word! <laughs> So if all you, about Andy, all about Andy. So this, I would say, is going to be one of the definitive war or biographies about Andy Warhol. So if you're looking for something to read, something that has a lot of salacious details, and we've got a few of them here from this right, book. Andy Warhol once took sex lessons from a female friend and her sailor lover to improve his skills in the bedroom. All right. Well, you know, who hasn't I, done that? Well, <laughs> um, like a lot of oh, boy. Oh, boy. And okay. swinging and swapping. Okay. Lori's reading that book later. She is looking. Yes. Well, apparently, Andy Warhol needed a few tips because he was lousy in bed, according to an ex lover. You know what? It's hard to get comfortable if your toupee isn't on just right. And it. <laughs> You're so funny. You, now that spin, will lead spin. me to think about my father. I'm sorry about oh, that. Oh boy, when it spins around and he seemed shy though, Andy Warhol. Yeah, he Doesn't did. He seem like painfully shy. Yes. Like he could only not be shy Whose if he was doing drugs. Did we drugs? just hear about him coming into their room and they wouldn't let him in? They were doing drugs. Whose book was that? Was that Elton John's book? Yes. Oh, they just heard Andy Warhol there and, and Mick Jagger and him were doing drugs or something. And they said, did you let him in? No, no they wouldn't let Andy Warhol. <laughs> Don't let that guy in. Well, from some of the anecdotes from this book, Warhol, it seems like maybe a lot of people didn't let Andy Warhol yeah. in. But 900 pages. Jeez, That's a lot. That's a lot. I don't think I'm going to commit to that. I'm going to just look for the headlines, the sound bites that you're giving them. That's how the I report want of it. the report. The report of the report. <laughs> Thank you, Holly. Yes. All right. Listen, we'll be right back.
with uh, Paul Folger from KCP Channel 5. All right. Uh, my talk traffic this afternoon is starting in Richfield. We're going to go to 35W northbound, where there's debris on the roadway. That's happening right around Diamond Lake Road and 60th Street. In Bloomington, 35W northbound, a stalled vehicle blocking a lane from the Minnesota River to 106th Street. In Minneapolis, 94 westbound, a crash right around 394. That's your My Talk traffic, your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast. Cloudy 43 tonight. Well, morning clouds, afternoon sun tomorrow, 64. Right now at the Mind Talk Studios, mostly cloudy and 52. Hey, Paul. Hi, ladies. Hi. I'm Paul Folger from KSB Channel 5 Eyewitness News, bringing us whatever COVID-19 news you have. I like to keep you guys up to date with the very latest, and I'm going to start with this, and I feel like I'm just walking right on into it. We already talked about it. I know. Vice President was here today. Did you talk about his response? No. Okay. No. Okay. So, Vice President Mike Pence was in today. We we've talked about that, and uh, he visited the Mayo Clinic in Rochester. He's touring the facility to really learn about the efforts to boost the state's capacity. You know, because we are ramping up for testing. Uh, the state, the U, and uh, Mayo Clinic going to partner together and work on this. But I know that the thing that was making kind of the rounds and the big news out of this was that the vice president was not wearing a mask in this. As the Mayo Clinic at the hospital. Oh, yes. <sighs> so what he said, and and we had his response mm-hmm. at five o'clock. Okay. Um, he said that he he and everyone that travels with him, they are tested all the time for coronavirus. So he was certain that he did not have it and he said he wanted to come and thank these people and look them in the eye that's what he said with his mouth (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry it It doesn't make it it just looks so bad i mean it just looks so disrespectful i think that's why people are having a hard time with it yeah because that's it paul so i I appreciate you telling us what he said i I wanted to give you his response because everyone is telling us it doesn't make sense looking someone in the eye i think I think the hard thing is, is that we are all trying to do the best we can do and follow the rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's yeah. just such an easy one for him to wear the mask. I can understand what you're saying so, because, you know, today we had 15 Minnesotans reported that have died from this. It brings our total up to 301. And it's really our senior living communities that are really yeah. getting They're hit really on And he has yeah. seen people in the hospital. So it doesn't make you look like a tough person not to wear a mask. It makes you look arrogant and, disrespect- and disrespectful. Yeah. And I think that's a hard thing. because Unless you're trying to message the American people, hey, you don't really need to wear a mask. I mean, there's like, what do you, it doesn't make any sense. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. This isn't. I, 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 I knew I was going to stir no, it up. But, but I, I, I don't think we're not it. alone. I think it's I just the optics. Yeah. And I just think, wow, come on. But I, I did want to get the response. I'm I did glad you, to got tell it you guys. Yeah. Thanks, so, so okay, I'm going to. Okay. So let me tell you what's going on that's good in St. Paul right now. Please. So they've got a new initiative that's going to help feed some of our kids. Okay. Um, and it's all for the pandemic virus. And so it starts started today, actually. It's going to go through June 5th. There are seven community recreation centers that are starting this distribution mayor carter says they're going to provide forty thousand meals a week to families which is amazing so each each family if you have one child in your in your family you are uh eligible to receive one of these and it has seven meals in it and every child in the family is able to get one of these so these are at some recreational centers here in saint paul which is a really nice thing to do and to help out those kids um 
I'm just looking here. Yeah, each each child gets one meal bag a week. So each child in your family. So that's mm-hmm. a good thing. City of St. Paul also doing this. They're implementing some relief measures for businesses and maybe some people. So if you've got a towed car in the impound lot, mm-hmm. they're waiving fees for that. Good. The storage oh, wow. charges. Yeah. yeah, especially if you got pulled, you know, maybe back in the snow and you just haven't been wanting to get over there to get it because of all that stuff. So maybe that will help you out. So, uh, and why does it always feel like you get towed when you can least afford it? Well, well, it always I, I swear that it, it was always what always happened to me. Thing. It happened to me in college. <laughs> yeah. I had no be money. The one, you have no money. And you come out, someone stole my car. <laughs> I know, my beater. <laughs> Don't you feel like, though, that you you learned a lesson when, you, when well, that happened? To your... Although, one time I got my car towed when I was getting hair extensions put in. I remember that. That, that was... Lori, that was funny. Yeah, that was... <laughs> I was like, what? And I couldn't really see. I couldn't afford not to be told because I was just paying all this money to get, you know, hair. Extension. You got you got a nice do. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes you just yeah boy. Yeah. And, and so the governor was with um, the vice president today, right? Correct. So that's why we don't have a governor's report. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Well, we had we did you know there's always a briefing um and that uh, we listen in on mm-hmm. um and they one of the big topics that they talked about today was was how many people are in our uh, senior care facilities and extended care facilities that are having problems with COVID. Um, I believe ten of the fifteen deaths announced from today. No, and it's just so sad because yeah. these people are dying alone. Yeah, it's really their family can't even be with them. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, if I hear one more person just say like, "Oh, well, it's just a bunch of old people and they're probably ready to die," I'm going to punch them. No, that I don't. I don't think that's the case. No, yeah. I, mean, I know I, you're not just, saying that, but yeah, there is I, that school yeah. of thought out and there. Like it's people no should big not deal. be saying that for sure. Yeah. Right? Maybe they should be going over to the Humane Society and What's looking around there? because Volunteer? what is happening over there, you can adopt a cat. Uh, oh. Virtual adoptions are going on right now. So you they've got them online. You can right. check them out and see if they might be a good fit for your family. They'll schedule a pickup time. They're just doing cats right now. So And they're expecting the spring wave of kittens soon. Oh. So it'll be here soon. Uh, so, That's kind of sweet. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I tried to mix the bag up Thank for you. you. I, I wanted to, it. you know, I wanted to touch. I, I didn't want to poke the bears, but I, I just, you know, you gotta, you gotta. Well, that's big news, bit, and, and you know, you gotta talk about it for sure. Yeah, yeah, and it's on the cover of all the national newspapers as well as locally about as that. well so, as international. Yeah, yeah. So it's so it's understand. It's out there. Yeah. But we appreciate your update, Paul you're, Folger from KSTP Channel Five Eyewitness News. Yeah. We're watching you. Yes, we are. Okay, so Julia, someone I'm reading. So someone, you know, everyone has extra time on their hand for doing extra things. Remember we talked or, about... Or you're just laying being the laziest person alive. Which... Whatever, whatever uh, you're being. But, you know, Angelina Jolie got this guest editor thing at Time Magazine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Boy, they needed some stunt casting. And I don't mean it that way, but I do mean it that way in a way. Well, it wasn't stunt casting because she's in a unique position because she's been a UN ambassador right. specifically for women and children yes. for a long time, she like has. 15 years. She and has. she's traveled, so they wanted her perspective. She was teaching the thing at the London School of Economics. Yes. And so, anyway, she usually writes um, 
like one or two columns a month. But now, because she's got this time, now she's doing video conferences with Times Editor-in-Chief and uh, guest editing a special edition of Time in this time of Corona. I'm not sure when this is going to be out, but just like how everyone is had their lives upended. Yes. And how are you handling it? How are you handling it? And um, so she, this is the Times Parents Newsletter, and Angelina has penned an open letter to parents. Oh, all right. Now, I'm curious about your take on this. So she writes, dear parents, you know, I'm thinking of you. Man, you know how hard it must be to get mm-hmm. through each day. How you worry, how you plan, how you smile for them, how inside you feel you might be breaking. And then she writes, "I was not a very stable youth. In fact, I never thought I could be anyone's mom." Sure. And then she goes on to write about, "I remember the decision to become a parent. It wasn't hard to love, and it wasn't hard to dedicate myself, but." Uh, then she just kind of writes poignantly about like she had to stop her constant daydreaming, which is something that she used to do. Well, you have to be present. Yep. Okay. Because you always have to be ready to. Yep. Okay. And then she said that was a new skill to acquire. Mm -hmm. And then she said now in the middle of this pandemic, I just think of all the mothers and fathers with children at home, all hoping they can do everything right all hoping they can answer all needs, all hoping to stay calm and positive. And then she just writes, the one thing that's helped me is to know that's impossible. It's a lovely thing to discover your children don't want you perfect. They just want you honest and doing your best. That's that's a very true statement. Because I think one of the things about, and, and I don't have children that age right now where I have to right. be hands-on parenting 24-7 or You're anything like mom, that. Yeah. I'm still a mom, but I mean, I today even said to my own kid, "Yeah, how many more miles to this is over?" Yeah, which I would have never said if it would have been if, years ago when they right. would still be young, because right. I would never admit that I'm getting a little stir crazy too. Like I would cheer them on and be yeah. their cheerleader. So I think being honest is a very real thing. I mean, it's and good she, for her. And she ended with, and in a way, remember your children are raising you up too. You grow together, right? I mean, I just really thought that was pretty I think, good I think letter. It, I think it's lovely. Uh, to say, you know, that and also to admit that she wasn't a stable kid and to believe she didn't think she could be anyone's mom. You know, she didn't, you know, that is. I a, didn't even think of it. Yeah. You know, I, don't I know. just thought it was something I was supposed to do. But I, I yeah. guess I, I guess I. Well, I have some new respect, Lori. If you are trying, I to am get trying. Me to like her, my word, what are you? If she gives a donation today, no. what's going to happen to me? But I do like the realness of that, and I do think, I, I just want to give all the parents a hug who are full yeah. time in it right now because she's not an insta mommy, and she's not ever tried to like you know, oh look at me with my six kids no. or do anything like that i get i guess i just i like that about her i like that I feel your like kids she's, do need honesty but you have to she put her you kids, have to frame it in the yeah. certain she put her kids ahead group. of her marriage you know mm-hmm. well she was done with that but julia she had begged her husband to yes. stop with the drinking yes. you can only beg your partner so many times to change the one major way that needs to be changed before you have to decide mm-hmm. it, i in the only one that can control what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I can only control me. It's 
you know. You, okay. It's, but it's, you've gone too far on this one. But oh, you, for, you were doing so well. Thank you. You were doing so well. And that's a lovely letter. All right. Thank you. I, mm-hmm. I, I got it, Donnie. I you, got she it. She just went the extra chapter and we didn't need that. All right. Oh, wow. <laughs> she did. She went there. I was doing so well following you. We'll be right back. Hey, my talkers! Thanks for listening. For those finding new ways to tune into My Talk at home, you could find us live or on demand on your smart speakers, the My Talk app, or by clicking Listen Now at MyTalk1071.com. Thanks, Donna. It's a great gift. You're wonderful, Donna. Donna. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? I wanna slow dance if you're feeling me now. If we don't hold hands, you'll be killing me now. I need a they talked about that song going back to number one or the you know being a long time since yeah. they had a number one and then zane brought up paul mccartney uh, talking with Howard Stern that the Beatles were a better band than the Stones. Mick handled it this way. Well, we we started doing stadium gigs in the 70s and are still doing them now. That's the real big difference between the two bands. They were done. One band is unbelievably yep. luckily still playing in stadiums and the other band doesn't exist. They love each other. It's they, just they teasing. Do. It, they are, yeah. They're getting at each other, but it's the truth. Yeah, it is. It so is the true. truth. One broke up. One still together. Yeah. You know, okay, so I have to tell you, there's mm-hmm. a, a big thing that just happened this afternoon is that the Oscars in 2020 are going to have a major rule, rule change. Films won't need a theatrical one run to qualify. Yeah. Even Holly the two told days us that. Or the six weeks. Yes, I know. I'm just reiterating yeah. it. Yeah. It's too soon. I know. I'm worried about the flipping Don't next say it. week. Oh, I thought you were going to say the state fair. No, I'm worried about next week. I am not worried about the damn Oscars and the eligibility. Yeah, it's yeah. does it doesn't enter anybody's <laughs> well, um, let me atmosphere right now. We're worried later. about the movie theaters. We're worried about. Don't, don't worried about do, the people who work at the movie theaters. The people who work in the movie yeah. theater. The old people who. Who are at the Hollywood sorry. Retirement so Home. Sorry. No. <laughs> Listen to this. That went sideways, Julia. Yeah, it really oh, did. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't expect Don't it. try and act for, like you even care. You didn't even care <laughs> about that My backpack is ready to go home. I don't even know why I'm still here. Right. Go. Tell me. <laughs> okay, here, this is a study of duh. I just thought I'd throw one thing out, and I didn't even hear Ollie say that. Yeah, I know duh. you didn't. I need my earwax oh, cleaned. Okay, yeah. Go. Um, here's the... Uh, a study, I say it's a study, it does. 72% of lockdown Americans said they will reach their breaking point by mid-June. That long, that far out. Yep. I feel like mine peaked today. I'm ready for it to go the other way. It goes, it, it comes, ebbs and Today flows. was just a big day. This was 1,895 U.S. citizens who were surveyed earlier. They How much earlier? Just a couple weeks ago. Okay. 72% said uh, their breaking point will be mid-June if stay at home orders aren't lifted and a hundred percent said they'll snap if it lasts longer than six months oh dear. oh oh and oh this survey was conducted between april 3rd and the 6th so so it was a while three ago. weeks into it yeah. and uh 16 said they're already at their breaking point and um so 
Anyway, people are very worried about, like, taking a cruise. That's going to be a big one for people <laughs> to... Uh, to embrace again. Embrace again. Mm-hmm. Um, extremely worried about flying on airplanes, ride-sharing services, going to the hospital. And um, 43% of people said they feared they'll never go on a cruise for the rest of their life. And that's and that's up them. from the 40% <laughs> who said they would never go on it anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I know so many people who absolutely refuse before this even went down. There's no way I'm getting stuck on a ship with all those people out in the middle of nowhere. It's not going to happen for me. No, it's just totally not going to happen. Oh, my dad was one of those. He was never going to go on a cruise. What does he discover? River cruises in Europe. What does he discover that he loves? River cruises in Europe. You can kind of, I love because see, they're you, not that big, right? And the Casey beauty is discovered so- he never will go on a river cruise. He said, "When we're eighty, we can go again." He goes, "Then we'll match." Well, you guys were so much younger than anyone else on the, your we little. We'd still be so much younger. Yeah, the yeah. average age is like seventy. Was it just that? Oh, you went with I your auntie, auntie and, and your yeah. yeah. It was a great way, and you know, I love seeing what you can see from water. You can see so many beautiful yeah, things from water you can't but see from anyway, land. anyway, yeah, I just, yeah, that's well, that's when we're going to lose it. So right. don't lose it, Julia, until the middle of June. I Be am, with the rest of the Americans. Oh, Try I'm, hang on. I'm just, I'm an early adapter, mm-hmm. Lori. Yeah. Just one day. And 69% of people said they will permanently change at least one of their behaviors long after COVID-19 is brought under control. And you know what that's going to be? There's so many. nilly hugging and shaking hands and all that crap. One People eight, are gonna be one more stands are gonna be gone forever. No, they won't be, but there'll be more of a you know, bow, We're elbow gonna, bump. Yeah. We're not gonna be all this, you know, and I'm not a hugger anyway. Yeah, I, I know this this makes you happy. It does make me happy. Because <laughs> you get enough There's, touch at home. For some of us who don't have so much true. touch, a yeah. hug is no, a hug is a hug. I know, it. but sometimes there's entirely too much hugging on. Like meeting people for the first time. God, I love you. You are such like a, a friend of a friend. Oh, uh, I wanna just hug you. Can no. I hug you? Okay, fine. <laughs> but we're not gonna have to do that anymore. Uh, well, okay. People are gonna be Maybe real not. understanding about that. For so for people. People who don't want to be touchers or go on cruises, this is all good. This is all going to be good news for you. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you who love to stay at home, perfect. Perfect. All right, let's go out with the Stones. Yeah, let's go out with the Stones. Have a good night, everybody. You guys. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.